0: yelled out of anger
1: like just in your life
0: yeah i cannot recall a time where i've been so mad that i've yelled i'm not i'm not much of a yeller. yeah me neither i'll yell to be obnoxious but i won't yell to try to get a point across.
1: i'm more likely to say a cutting thing in my head oh really and then maybe yeah. out, so out. Yell, but mostly in my head yell it, in your mind internal yelling yeah but not even yelling more just like something uh with some attitude in my brain because like that thing made me mad so how many how many times have you done that with me too many times to count unscripted I don't, i'm not comfortable yeah. saying you know, that i'm to get well. the binder out yeah yeah i've through. got a, i've got a secret binder yeah.
0: on my computer actually yeah what um, year is today oh 2022 <laughs> or you have to like go into the doctor's office yeah you know, yeah yeah pull pull off the right one for the right year uh-huh. well that's just
1: part of it you know um i don't want to make you feel bad for the way that you talk to me but i do like to log it
0: i'm <laughs> now getting flashbacks to so i don't know if this was you guys but you go to a pediatrician when sure. you're a small small kid you do you can go to a pediatrician until you're 18 or whatever it is so by the time you're like 15 you're still going to the same place you're sitting in the waiting room with the the little fucking you know slide in the corner and the the kids books and the yeah Barney on television. You're sitting there like, yep, uh, this is I'm I'm almost an adult and this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And then they pull your file off the off the shelf and it is just dense because you've every time you've been there they just add more and more and more and more and more to it. So you have one of the thickest files there because you're 15 or 16 years old. You're almost a grown human being. Mm-hmm. And it's just, just the whole process. Well, know, it's, it's completely like ridiculous.
1: The technology of file storage has changed so much between when you were a kid and when you turn 18. Yeah, like now it's like, how much of that still needs to be hard copy? I don't know.
0: I don't know. You, but you go to the whole medical system. Okay, great. There's a lot of science and cool technology. But mm. then other stuff you think about, you're like, you guys are really still doing it this way? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I <Yeah>. guess. But <laughs> isn't there a better way to
2: do this by now? And there's a few modern dentists and doctors that have upgraded to mm-hmm. paperless, but there's still the plenty of old school ones where you get the big file and they open a drawer with massive A to Z. You know, uh-huh. Come on.
1: Yeah. Well, and like some of them are spending on square footage to store paperwork that could easily be digitized. Yeah. They're just not doing it. Yeah. Because it's. I'm sure there's obviously a cost to digitizing it in the first place. And then once you do it, obviously, it's
0: not that big of a deal. But Yeah. And then the, the pain of implementing a new software, that's where a lot of construction companies are at.
1: It's just like, it's too much of a pain to to start the process. Yeah.
0: I, I just was talking to a guy who wrote me this morning. He's like, hey, I'm in my 30s. I'm taking over a construction company. My dad's 77, still running it day to day. Everything we do, we do about 15 million a year. So it's not a small company. That's, mm-hmm. that's quite that's a bit money. of revenue a year. Everything we do is on paper. Everything. Not a single bit of software at this company. Mm. They probably don't even email. I mean, it, it, it is that, like, that is the state of a lot of the industry.
1: Yeah.
2: Send a letter, get some stabs.
0: I, I worked for a multi-billion dollar heavy civil construction company, international construction company, and I would have to scan my paper time card with my phone and send it in every week.
2: There's so much irony it's right there.
0: Just nuts. <laughs>
1: Using yeah. your digital phone. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Well, because Did- I, I didn't have a scanner. Like, what the hell? I have to scan it in? How the hell do I do that? You, could so have you faxed it. You download a scanner app.
1: Did you ever work a job where you had to put a real time card into like a real like punch clock? No. I have. I have. It's terrifying because that thing would take your finger off real quick. Just like. Do we get one? Yeah, I get one. It's just for playing with. It's, it has no real utility, mm-hmm. which goes in really well. But we're going to talk about today on the internal podcast. Welcome to the Build to an Internal Podcast. Spending money and i don't know that spending money right now on a punch clock for the office purely for fun
0: is the best use of, of funds. Aaron and i will meet about it after. Can you can you can you properly introduce the topic of the week? I would love to. Uh,
1: so this is the Buildwit internal podcast. Today's topic spending money.
0: <laughs>
1: and as always it is me Alex Horton with Aaron Witt, CEO, Chief Dirtner at Buildwit. But we're also joined by Aaron Samuro, CFO at BuildWit. Cha ching. Cha ching. Thank, thanks for having The us money calls. guy. Hey, you know, thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, fun part I had already planned this podcast uh, without knowing that Aaron Samuro would be here. It's convenient. Kind of feeling like I was like, who can I ask to be on this mm-hmm. who would have an interesting perspective about money and spending? And then the money guy was here. So that seemed like the most obvious choice. Check. Cool. Uh, So the topic today is spending money. Um, What I want to touch on today, some of my questions, I mean, kind of, you know, further further away, obviously, because of like the current financial uh, stage that we're in, we're not in a place where it's just like, yeah, but I buy whatever you need. Go ahead. No questions asked. Let's do it. Not that maybe we would ever be in that place, but we are far from that at the moment. Because we're working on investments, we are we're working to reduce our burn rate. So I would like to talk a little bit about, you know, how can we be thinking about spending, um, obviously from like a high-level perspective a little bit as well. but I would like to get past the idea of well, we'll just be more frugal. because like, obviously like you, can, you can say that, but I would I'd be curious to hear from both your perspectives, what does that really look like, um, and then how is that bearing out like in your day-to-day decision making?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so the first question I've got here um, is, how do we balance, as I would say, just as an employee build it, how do we balance necessary investments with reducing our uh, collective burn rate as a company? So,
2: excellent question. I would give a very brief context that burn rate is really the dollars that we bring in each month, whether we sell training software, we do branding for a company, whatever it is, compared to what do we spend? We pay all these wonderful people that work here, trips, travel, all these things. So that's what burn rate is, the difference between what we bring in and what we spend out. Now, to your question of how do we look at this, how do we balance it? We have said our focus is to grow recurring revenue on the training software and improve the burn rate. So if we have a choice, I would strongly suggest, ask yourself, is this spending 1000 is spending 10000 whatever it is, going to help us increase our recurring revenue in the next month or two? Or is it something that we may not get a, a strong uh, help in that priority? And I would also suggest you talk with your team leads because they also are looking at the picture of how do we all work together and hit our financial goals.
0: Yeah, you can look at this in two ways. If it, if it doesn't contribute, like you said, to growing recurring revenue immediately probably we can kick the can down the road. And maybe the important word there is the immediately part. Immediately, yeah. So if it's not going to be something that contributes to immediate growth, then let's kick the can down the road. Also, most of our spending, we can be as wise as we want want, to be about spending. 70 plus percent is still people, is Mm -hmm. still time. So you need to look at your time. Is my time going to things that contribute to growing recurring revenue, growing software, supporting the customers we have with services? If the answer is no, if there's time going elsewhere right now, probably kick the can down the road too. probably say, OK, great. I need to allocate as much of my time as possible to this one goal, and that is growing the software product, mm-hmm. because growing the software product gets us all of the potential down the road but that is all investors are looking at right now is growing that software product. So whatever we're doing from a spending standpoint, whatever we're doing from a time standpoint, it should be going in that direction. We can't go forget about all the customers with services, but the priority, clear priority is growing software. So from a spending standpoint, from a time standpoint, if you're not firmly in that direction, you need to get in that direction mm-hmm. quickly.
1: Yeah, I think I think that immediate uh, return... Concept is probably the most important here, um, just from my perspective as somebody who is obviously we're all making some kind of financial decision every day, whether it's how I'm spending my time going towards these larger goals or if it's I'm actually spending money. Um, but but I, I think what I want to say this is a challenge, but I, I do think it's an important thing for me to think about is when I spend money, it's, is it, does this make like my team better? Does this make what I'm trying to do better? Maybe, but like, that's not really the question I'm supposed to be asking, right? It's more, does is this help me bring more value to the thing that is our goal right now?
0: Yeah, it's, it's cover and move. If we can go grow recurring revenue, grow software, make, make software successful, we get a lot of breathing room to do a lot of other things the in the future. Stuff. Yeah, we can go invest in other things. We can go buy fancy stuff that that does make ourselves better in this and that, but now is the time to cover so that the organization can move. And covering is asking yourself today, you know, what am I doing today to help the company grow software make software successful? If you can't answer that question, problem. We need to be talking about that. Mm-hmm. And that includes services. Services is a big part of that. You know, services supports by making sure our customers are okay there. So they're not burning investment dollars Mm -hmm. and they're creating a profitable business. But is there additional bandwidth there that, hey, maybe we could push this just a little bit and divert some resources to pouring into software too? Maybe, I don't know. But everybody within the organization should have a good answer to, this is what I'm doing today to help make our business more successful from a software standpoint.
1: I think one thing that is really interesting to me in the current phase that we're in, um when you you've talked a good bit about like that goal is to get more users and more software sales. Um we've talked a good bit about the cover and move uh, approach. But I feel like now more than ever there is a very clear we have to all row in this exact same direction towards this like I don't want to say towards this covered move but like the point of it is if we all like do the covering part we allow the right team to move yeah. and we and we all see the value of of that on the other side where, versus I feel like there has been times before where um well for example with the uh, like services team when the majority of the company was like the creative agency um you know, obviously we're like constantly trying, like how do we make that more and more profitable? There's not like, I feel like it was more difficult to be like, what it, what does cover and move even really look like in those scenarios? And so I think what's really, really clear to me now, and maybe as clear as it's ever been, is the, purf- the purpose of like the concept of cover and move um, is the people who have the bandwidth to do the covering do the covering so that the people who need to be moving are able to move. I mm-hmm. think that's really, really clear now in a way that... Um, maybe just felt more cloudy in the past. I, I like to ask y'all personally what, just from like a day-to-day perspective, um, and I'll start with Aaron Samra first. What kind of decisions do you find yourself making that go into like this, you know, two-month approach of like we are focusing on getting more and more people onto the software or doing more and more sales? Like what kind of strategizing do you feel like you are doing in order to like play a part in that role?
2: Fair question. So we wear a lot of hats at Build in each of our positions we're in. But closing series A, very important. So I spend some time looking at how can we help with that? Watching the cash flow, watching when we need funds by, looking for ideas on how we can improve cash burn. Um, And there's plenty of other things that we could work on in the financial world Mm -hmm. that are valid things, but probably not focused on these priorities we talked about growing recurring revenue, closing series, a improving cash burn. So what I try to do is keep those goals top of mind and try to give the other things a little bit of attention, but not let them uh, overtake the priorities. And we all make decisions and I, I would add one point that I thought of for the last topic as yeah. well. Like Aaron, Aaron Witt said, seven out of ten dollars are roughly paying our wonderful team of 80 people. Now that we have 80 people, there's probably a lot of relationships that these 80 people have that can help grow recurring revenue. There's some construction companies someone knows that could benefit from this. Let's get the sales team involved. If there's some skills you have help that could help with this, speak up to your team. Mm-hmm. We have more resources than ever. And all these wonderful people bring great backgrounds, ideas, things that
1: can really help pull us in that direction.
2: That's a side tangent. Yeah.
1: Well, I think that's really valuable. I think because of the I wouldn't say there's boundaries on like this this phase of are we in Q three? Is that what we would call this? Yeah. The beginning of it. Okay. Um where it's, you know, the, the goal right now is, like you said, to to get more software sales. We're all kind of angled at that goal. Um, I think there is something really helpful knowing that this is not a a fully a short term goal, but there is short term benefit to this, and I I I find a lot of freedom and a lot of um, clarity in knowing that all right, if this is the goal for this like short term, that my decisions in addition to like the broader mission of what we're doing, that it's like I can make small decisions that go towards this reasonably short term thing that I think that is helpful to me because, you know, we we all have like our day to day thing that like makes the business happen. Um, and I'm thinking about like people who are on services team who like, you know, they've got all these partners that they're serving, they're doing, you know, whether it's like a graphic design project or whatever that I think it could be, maybe sometimes difficult to be like, what, what am I doing in my just like small day-to-day decisions that have really anything to do with um, that, those larger goals? Um, but I think because this is a shortish-term goal before we have another goal and another goal and another goal, um, I'll just be curious to see kind of and hear from our other folks, how do they feel like they're making those decisions towards that?
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's a short term goal. So we still have these long term goals, this mm-hmm. big goal, goal of making the dirt world a better place that we're reason. also working towards. Yeah, yeah, correct. But but the reason why it's short term is we need to close Series A. Mm-hmm. So we've we've gotten all these investors looking at us. Some of them have hopped on board, but most of them are still looking at us. Great, I see the vision. I see where you guys are going. But I need to see some of the data to lower the risk profile just a little bit for me to be willing to hop in. So if we can show them the data, the sales data, the software data, because as we've explained, that's what drives valuation. That's what drives the the big value of our organization, Mm -hmm. which allows us to do everything else. Then we need to focus there. And we have 90 days to do that. Mm -hmm. It's a rolling close. We have 90 days. So within the 90 days, we need to show investors, all of the investors on the fence that, Hey, this is going in an extremely good direction. And now's the time to get on board mm-hmm. so that there's no anxiety, or maybe there's a little bit, but there's, there's, there's just, enough, uh, you know, just enough belief that, yep, I need to invest in this. I need to get in on this. This is going to make me a lot of money. That's why there's urgency. So if we can push something off and really just focus on sales, we need to create that momentum that we can sell to investors to close the 10 to 12 to $13 million that will get us for the next 12 to 15 months. Yep. But that's in the next 90 days. So that's why there's that urgency Urgency there to really focus on making this product into what it can be. That's where the cover move. We're kind of covering for ourselves mm-hmm. so that we can move down the road. Yeah. We're covering because, yeah, we need to think a little bit more short term right now. We've, 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 we've been moving this whole year Yeah, with investment and hiring and building teams. We've been moving like crazy. Now we need to pause and cover a little bit And make sure that hey we're headed in the right direction and then we can move again if we successfully cover for ourselves so the whole organization is somewhat within cover mode right now cover cover by producing sales with software producing recurring revenue that gets investors on board once all the investors we 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 need are on board we have the capital then we can go move again we're not going to go crazy it's not going to be like the past six months then we can really dial in on reducing that burn and doing what we need to do to to start moving towards becoming a profitable business. Mm-hmm. But we'll have we'll have more breathing room. We'll be able to think a little bit more long term. So that's why there's urgency here. That's the reality: is we have 60 to 90 days to do this. So if everybody isn't rowing in that direction, that's a problem.
1: Thanks for speaking on that that urgency um, and like that. That's like a concrete time frame, because I, I would say, at least from my perspective, um, the close of Series A has sort of been kind of a nebulous thing.
0: Yeah. The, um, the legal process is underway as of last week. And from that, that point on, we have 90 days. So by the company meeting, I should be standing in front of everybody at the company meeting in September saying, Series A is done. The money is is in the account, and here's what it looks it's like. It's not in tranches or anything. It'll literally be ten million dollars less than that because we'll have our burn from mm-hmm. here until then. But you know, many millions of dollars within a, a savings account, checking account, whatever account you know better. Money than market, I do. money market, yeah, money get market a Great account. return on yes, our yes, investment. We're getting huge, huge return. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be there for future investment. Mm-hmm. That is the goal. So by our company meeting, I should be standing in front of everybody. We have the money. The round is closed. We did it, everybody. And then we can get on to focusing, focusing on the next step, which is really dialing in from a burn standpoint, which is really creating a sustainable business.
1: I think there's a really clear checkpoint.
0: Yeah. So I, I wasn't, and that, that was my mistake with, with the recent meetings was it, was it wasn't, I didn't really hammer home the urgency there. That's the urgency is, hey, we have a rolling close here. We've got a lot of investors sitting on the fence right now. We need another 7 million. 7 million sounds like a lot of money. 7 million could be one conversation. It could be one conversation that gets us there, or it could be 10. I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. But our best bet at getting those, that yes or yeses is by presenting really compelling facts. And what do investors, what compels investors? Money, data, sure potential, sure vision mm-hmm. that got Randy on board, that got Jonathan on board, which I give them huge credit for. They see the vision. They see where we're going, which is fantastic. But now we need a lot of other people to see beyond just the vision. Well, well we need them to see the, the whole business. And, and that's where the numbers come into play.
1: Yeah, the, the data is important and we've got to start getting it. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, if we don't have the data, we, we can't just be
1: like, well, it's, it's going to be good, I promise. Yeah, you, you, you have to valuable. think
0: like an investor. Okay, great. You guys took on $10 million in capital. What did you do with it? Well, we, we hired a lot of people. Okay. We don't. They they don't care about how many people we hired or who, how much human capital we have. Like that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter to them. Yeah, you Obviously, wouldn't believe our
1: culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You just ought to come into the office. You'll get it, and then you'll write us the five million dollars. I mean, I wish that was reality, and that one day will be reality because we will have a remarkable culture, remarkable space, and back it up with the numbers and data. That'll be fantastic. But we need to give them money. We need to give them numbers. And that's where I need everybody's help.
1: Yeah. Aaron asks,
0: when you hear
1: all that, like, I mean, obviously you've been uh, intimately involved in um, these conversations and kind of how these things will bear out. Do you feel like you are having to think um, a good bit into the future, probably more than most of us, just based on like those conversations just because of the nature of your work? Yeah. The way
2: I describe the important part
1: of my role is to be a bridge from the
2: past into the future. Mm-hmm. Look at where we've been the last six months, last year. Look at where we are now financially. Look at where we want to go. Our mission, our strategy, these things we want to do into the next two, three years. And then when you put all that together, it should lead us to, okay, here's the baby steps to eat the elephant then. The elephant can look big, but then turn it into individual goals and mm-hmm. targets. Yeah, a month from now, two months from now. And like... We talked about unrecurring sales for training. We've tried to turn that into baby steps. Let's add 14 new customers this month. Let's do it again next month. Let's add some more. And it grows and grows. That's the beauty of recurring revenue. You get to hopefully retain all the last month's customers and, and then just add bring more. in a
1: new group on top. As opposed to saying, we need 500 customers. It has to happen today or else. Like that's Like you're saying, it's... The small pieces that keep us growing like, towards the, the larger goal. And if we exceed
2: our goals, that makes all of our jobs even easier. We get that, there sooner. And that's
0: mm-hmm. it. We don't need to go create a billion dollar company in the next 90 days for this to be successful. No. The, the goals aren't that big. They're pretty, I mean, they're, they're, we're pushing, but they're not crazy over the next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, because we've, they were crazy. And we said, let's dial it back a little bit. And then- uh, let's let's be even more realistic about that. Let's let's dial it back. For I mean, we've we've really dialed it back because we've been guilty for four and a half years of being way too optimistic and aggressive, which is arguably why we are here today.
1: Yeah, it's the, both sides of that coin.
0: But you have to transition from pirate to navy. We're transitioning. We still have a long ways to go. But okay, you can't just be a total pirate anymore, which is a bummer to me. Gar. I love being a pirate. Yeah, yeah. I love just going nuts as, as, as much as I would like to. Um, and so with that, we've, we've dialed our projections back. We've, 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 we've gotten our sales goals to be, I think, quite realistic with the product we have, not only that, but we've increased our sales team. We're increasing by far the count of, of media on the platform. And, and we've, we're, we're building a much better product. Like everything, everything is getting more and more compelling by the day, Yeah, which is fantastic. It's not, it's not just this flat line. It's all becoming more and more compelling. We just need to speed that up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it's like the media team. Okay, great. Hey, we have X amount of media planned for the next 90 days. How can I get that out in the door, all out the door in the 45 days? Maybe the next 45, that's a whole nother problem that it's going to create that we need to solve. That's fine right now. Just get it out the door so we can get, so we can arm the sales team with what they need to get the 200 plus customers potentially sitting on the sideline right now on board and then I can go to the potential investors and say, "Hey, we just got 200 more customers." And I'm throwing numbers out yeah. there, but that's the amount of open deals right now. I go, "Hey, we 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 had this. Now we have you know 200, which gave us another 10,000 users or whatever it is. That's pretty damn compelling."
1: Now, if you're if you're one of these uh, potential investors who's like waiting to see you know more data, are are they typically more interested in? Like the rate that like that usership is growing or just like how much recurring revenue is there is period because is that kind of growth? They just need to important? believe that we're going. They just, just to we see like enough going. data in Okay. they
0: just need to believe we're going where we say we're going. Got it. That's okay. That is all we're trying to do here, but I can't do it just on. I've done what I can just on belief. Yeah, there's always going to be a ceiling to that part. There, there is, if you haven't done a lot of stuff in the past, if I had already exited a billion dollar company before True. this, there'd be a lot of people hopping on. Cause I say, I'm going here again. Great. I have a great track record. But, but that's what I'm saying that that's still data. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But even if it's the belief there's the data has to matter. Correct. And without any data, the, the belief there, there is a ceiling on that. Like it's only going to be so much. And we've clearly reached that point where it's like now data is the part that helps. That's it. A lot of stuff going on, y'all. Exciting stuff.
0: It's a lot of stuff, but at the same time it's it's it is a a, a night size bite. You know, it's like, okay, great. This is what I need to do over the next thirty, sixty-nine days. That makes sense. And I think
1: that's like why I, I find uh clarity and comfort and freedom in that because it's like you're saying, it is a bite sized bite. It's still like, here's a direction, here's a thing you're going towards, but it's not um this company needs to make a billion dollars. I don't find something to do to make that happen because mm-hmm. that's not what it is. It's, it is is everybody has like a thing to
0: go towards that's real. Like a good example, a good example of a conversation I had last week about all this is the, the vlog is really picked up. We've gone from like 200,000 views a month, 300,000 views a month to almost 2 million views a month yeah. in 60 days, which I believe, and then miraculously there's all of these people reaching out right now about partnerships, about speaking, about software. There's a lot of activity going on, which I believe is is driven substantially by this new presence we have on, on YouTube. And it's not the whole thing, but I think that has a lot to do with it. Great. We need more of that. We need to accelerate that dramatically over the next 60 days so that we can reap the benefit of that as, as quickly as possible. And so, Chell, he was really dialed in on kind of the long-term success of YouTube. And all right, we need to be consistent. We need two videos a week, and if we miss a week, it's gonna be it's gonna be problematic. Which he's completely right. But I, I, I we talked it through. Hey, if we have six videos ready to go, we don't need to be spacing them out. Just get them up there. Just get them out. Yeah. And so maybe we ramp it up to three a week over the next few weeks. We need this to to create as much buzz and awareness as we possibly can in the next 30, 60 days, that might come at the detriment of our eventual YouTube strategy, possibly. Okay, then that's fine. If we're getting the results today, then it covers for the future. So that's just a small example of a conversation I had last week of, hey, we're better off putting our, our damn foot down right now. So whatever we got, let's not kill ourselves, but whatever we got, let's give it. Let's give it what we got. Yeah. Because now's the time to give it what we got.
1: I think that's a great example. Thanks for bringing that up. That's a good one. Well, I would say thank you, uh, both of you, for speaking on that. I think that gives me some clarity. I, I love hearing um, just more concrete, like, time periods to this. Cause I, I t- for, for me, this has always been a, this is just what we're focusing on right now. It's not going to be too long, but there just was no, like, defined piece. And I think without, um, like a defined amount of time it's it's hard to communicate urgency and so I, I would say very i'm very thankful for that uh context but i'm also excited to see how we continue to get better at working towards that so thanks to both Aaron's talking about it today thanks for having me here that's the uh build With internal podcast talking about money and other things etc cetera. etc cetera. ding 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 we're there cool thanks y'all if you have any questions for the internal podcast send them to alex at buildwit.com. i love answering questions coming up with new topics uh, and i'm sure we'll have a good bit of y'all on the internal podcast soon which is fun thanks y'all